Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to the latest episode of Five on the Floor and the Five Reasons Sports Network. Thanks for joining us on your favorite podcast app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Red Circle. Also on the Five Reasons YouTube channel. Make sure you hit like, subscribe, and turn the notifications on. Also want to thank our great sponsors. That includes Water Cleanup of Florida. Go to WCUFL.com, WCUFL.com. Reach out to Michael Robert and his team based in Boca Raton, but they service the entire tri-county area down here and if you have any kind of mold damage water damage they will do it for you they will clean it up for you and if you mention five reasons you'll get a discount as well also join their preventative program their preventative program will help you in case the insurance companies don't want to pay for it after the fact make sure that they go through your entire house your place of business wcufl.com if you've got the schmutz they've got the guts and now today's episode down to this day. Yeah. Uh, five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Bucket said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor playing, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, welcome back to Five on the Floor. Here's today's floor plan. I've got Alex Toledo. You can follow him at Tropical Blanket and the newest member of the Miami Heat's coaching staff, Wayne Ellington. I remember having a conversation with you, Wayne, while you were still with the Heat before you were traded and ended up in in Detroit. And then when you came back uh, with the Detroit Pistons, and I know that this was a place that you really enjoyed your time. Did you think at some point you would be back in this organization in some way? It's funny, uh, you know, just talking to people around the organization, uh, especially Spo, you know, he was always like, you know, we're going to get you back in some capacity at some point, but you know, you never know how real it is until it happens. Um, but, you know, I always had hope that, you know, we could make it happen in some way. So uh, here we are. When did you start thinking about coaching? Because, uh, you know, I'm looking back at your numbers. You you shot almost 40% from three in your last season with the Lakers uh, in 21-22. Did you think that you could still play at that point and wanted to continue to play? Yeah, yeah. Uh... I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like I can still play, um, but that's just not where I'm at uh, mentally. Uh, physically, I feel good, but, um, you know, things change, though. You know, family matters, and um, you got three young kids at home. Uh, it just felt like it was just time to, uh, to to switch gears a little bit. I saw your Instagram post, and you were talking about the transition, and players talk about that, like when they give up on playing – kind of what that's like for them mentally. Yeah. When did you think you got to that place? And and did you always think, okay, if if I end up transitioning out of playing, that coaching is the direction that I want to go? Yeah, I mean, I probably got there about six months ago. Um, you know, last season, 
with my first year off and, and not being a part of a team and, you know, since I can remember, to be honest with you. Um, so uh, last, this, this past year, I had a lot of time to relax and sit back and, and reflect. Uh, spent a lot of time with my family away from the game. Uh, and ultimately, you know, it, it was it was my decision that I wanted to stay within the game somehow. I missed it. You know, I missed uh, all the things that came with it, you know, the locker room, uh, the plane rides, the bus rides, uh, all the things in between. And um, I just knew that I wanted to get back in, you know, in the game in some capacity in some way. Uh, I wasn't sure if it was going to be coaching. Uh, I didn't know exactly how it was going to be, um, but I knew I wanted to stay in the game. So Wayne, uh, just now, like after this, <clears throat> excuse me, this transition, what's it been like for you to, you know, be back at work with the Heat, but now you're on the other side, right? Like you're you're with the assistant coaches now, and like you said, and and you know, we believe you. We know you can still shoot the hell out of that ball, and you know, maybe they can amend the rule where, like, you know, if if all the Heat shooters are injured, they can bring you in and you can get a few minutes. <laughs> but like, what what's what's it like for you now to be on that side and? Now you're you're trying to help a team win, but just you know in a different way. Um, honestly, it's been kind of natural for me. It hasn't been something that I've had to make a huge adjustment or or change anything. Um, I feel like I've always been a leader, even while I was playing in the locker room. I've always been a guy that's tried to help guys and um, you know, help them push forward uh, in any way that I could. Um, so that's kind of you know the same as this role that I'm in right now. You know, I'm trying to help guys get better. Uh, obviously, you know, you say I'm on the other side and, you know, I get that. But at the same time, you know, uh, it's kind of like in between. You know, I'm, I'm always that guy that, that can that can bridge uh, the players to the coaching staff. So, um, you know, I've, I've been enjoying it so far. I've been really enjoying it. I've been learning a lot, obviously, from uh, from Spo and the guys. Um, and I'm, I'm honored to be a part of uh, the best staff in the association. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it's, it's been a great learning experience, but at the same time, it's kind of been like a, a natural uh, fit kind of for me. All right. So we're watching you um, at training camp in Boca and you're closing out on Josh <laughs> time after time after time, making him shoot those contested jumpers. I guess, was it a condition of, of your, your coaching that Josh had to be back here? There had to be somebody uh, that you played with in the backcourt. And, and, and what is, I mean, what's that like? Because like you said, it, it, it is, you're, you're kind of in between here a little bit. You know, I know Udonis sort of filled a role, but he was on as, as being kind of that liaison to the coaching staff, but he was a player yeah. over the past few years, even though he wasn't playing a whole lot, but you're in a certain way, you're kind of Josh's boss now, like, right. <laughs> I mean, there's certain liberties that you could take. I mean, you know, we, we still, we're still brothers. Um, and you know, I am, I am his coach. I want to say I'm his boss and his coach, but, um, yeah, definitely, uh, you know, uh, the relationship still, still stays the same. Uh, I think he looks at me a little differently now, especially, you know, when we're here within the, within the building. Um, but, uh, he understands, you know, my position and he understands that I'm here to help him. I'm here to help him get better. Uh, and you saw that day when I was, running at him and making him shoot some contested closeout threes because he passed up a couple of them in the scrimmage. So, I'm like, hey, man, you got to be ready to shoot those things. I and mean, those, those are going to be great opportunities for you. Uh, you got to get comfortable there. So, immediately after practice, you know, we got together and we worked on it. And, that's you know, that's kind of how things have, have gone so far. I, I got relationships with a lot of the guys 
uh, on the team. And, you know, I think it makes it easier for them to be able to trust me to uh, help them with their game and, and so on and so forth. What did you talk to about how to become a coach? In other words, I obviously Spo and the staff, you're going to lean on them, but were there any former players um, that you were associated with in any way that you knew that went into coaching to sort of talk about what that transition would be like? Uh, well, I talked to uh, quite a few people, honestly, not just former players, but also uh, Hall of Fame coaches. I, I talked to Roy Williams a lot with my college coach, uh, who just retired, and you know, I spoke to him a lot about it, and we had some very great in-depth conversations. I also spoke to somebody I really, really trust, who was my coach here, and Juwan Howard, and he kind of took the same approach as me. You know, when he finished playing, he was in between if he wanted to, you know, coach or if he wanted to get into, you know, some front office stuff. So we had a great conversation as well to help uh, push my decision forward. And uh, but there's, there's, I think there's a, you know, a, there's a short list. Uh, of my trusted uh, network and, and people that uh, have uh, a great relationship with that uh, I got um, input from and uh, it definitely helped me and, and shaded me into the decision I made to, you know, be a coach. So Wayne, uh, you know, you guys had mentioned uh, the, you know, what we, what we got to see at training camp when you were doing that closeout drill with Josh I know the heater and Spo is somebody who will always tell guys, shoot the damn ball when you're open. It's not about, you know, taking any sort of four shots, but when that, when that shot is open, you've got to take it, whether you're let one of the, yeah, exactly. Let it fly. Whether you're one of the teams like, you know, dedicated movement shooters or not, whether you're someone who's just there to space the floor, you've got to take that open shot. And, you know, once you said that about Jay Rich, that he passed up a couple of open ones and that's where you guys were drilling it down that day, that, that, that made me interested a little bit. So it's like, how often are you doing that with other players and how often is it, does it just come down to confidence? Right. And I'm not talking about Richardson specifically, just guys in general, when it's like, take that shot when it's open. Is is that everything that, that it comes down to? Is it just as simple as that basketball is simple, take the open shot or yeah. is it, is it about reading when a guy is closing out? What do you, what do you try to teach guys when it comes to, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, they close it's definitely, out? There's definitely reads that have to be made, obviously, you know, um, and some guys are more comfortable with, with it than others. Um, but it, it's definitely a mindset. Um, it's definitely a mindset to be able to uh, be prepared before the ball arrives to you, to be able to step into it and, and shoot it. Um, but Rich is a guy that's very capable of it. You know, we're not telling everybody to let it fly. You know, we're telling guys that we know that are, are capable shooters to let it fly that we know that are going to get those shots and then we know that we need them to make those shots in order to keep the, the defense honest. Um, and Rich is one of those guys. So, I mean, there's it, everybody's, you know, it's all personal. It's all detailed to the individual. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, shooting is a, is a, a huge thing within our offense and it's something that uh, we value. So, um, you know, whenever I see a guy that I know that's capable that we want shooting the ball, that's when I'll step in and, and make sure uh, I, I get them comfortable and, uh, be able to wrap their mind around, you know, you know, being confident, being confident to step in that and let it fly. You know, is what you know when you got your coaches uh, behind you and, and telling you shoot the ball and feeding confidence into you. I mean, that makes a player's job so much easier. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game. I've got a better idea. 
A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Miami Heat. So another thing is um, what, you know, Heat fans are very familiar with um, what you did and why you were here. And um, you were kind of... um, I feel like ahead when it comes to the way that the Heat use their movement shooters now, um, where it's just constant actions, constant um, post splits, dribble handoffs, just basically trying to leverage the shooter and, and create offense out of that. We've seen it with Duncan Robinson. We've seen it with Max Drews. And last night we saw it to a degree with um, Cole Swider. So I just wanted to ask you, when it comes to that, you know, the art of movement shooting and, you know, coming off a curl and all these different actions that Heat use for their shooters, and those types of guys, how hard is it to teach that? And I know like guys like Duncan, you know, they're, they're already great at it. So I'm not necessarily talking about him, but just in general, how hard is it to become that type of movement shooter? And is it something that you as an assistant coach can help the shooters along with just, you know, being able to come off the screen and turn and fire, square your hips, square your shoulders. How hard is it to try to, I guess, get that across to guys who are trying to learn that skill set? Yeah, well, I mean, you hit it on the head. It's, it's definitely a skill set, and it, it's, it takes a lot of time and discipline and dedication to be able to uh, be good at it. Um, I'll definitely be able to help with that, obviously, as that was one of you know that was my specialty. Um, but it, like I said, it takes it takes detail, it takes intent, and you got to really be able to want to put the time in. Um, it's something that it doesn't come overnight. It's something you got to be get used to. You got to uh, make reads. Um, you, you know, there's, there's a way to play, you know, and you're hunting threes, but you're doing it in a, in a, you know, a, a calculated way, you know, and there's not out there flying around just trying to chuck up threes. You, you know, you're, you're doing it to be able to put the, uh, defense at a disadvantage. Um, and you're trying to create space. Sometimes you're not just doing it for yourself, but for your teammates. Sometimes, you, you know, there's a play that, you, uh, it's very unselfish. You got to be unselfish mindset too. You got to be able to say, okay, I'm going to move this way. I'm going to get here so that I can draw the defense so this guy can get downhill and get to the basket or I'm going to run at this guy and slip out of this screen so maybe he can, you know, I'm draw two defenders so he can get a shot. So there's, there's, there's a mindset to it as well. And uh, it takes a lot of, you know, patience and you got to study the game and you got to be uh, in control of yourself and you also got to be super cognizant of the offense and what we're trying to get to. Two more here for Wayne Ellington. We appreciate him joining us, the newest member of the coaching staff. I want to take you back a little bit because uh, obviously you had a, a, a great uh, time here with the Heat, man with a golden arm, whole bunch of games with a ton of threes and all that. 
But what I remember you most from is what you did to the Heat during the Big Three era. Uh, I remember being in Memphis, <laughs> and you were unconscious. I think it was seven threes in that game. There was another one yeah. down here. Did you have so an many. out for them? Or something because it just seemed like you were what there were certain there were certain guys that like they just had games against the, <laughs> that particular group. And I, I just, you shot them out of the gym in Memphis. I, I just I just remember that. What was it about those matchups for you? Well, obviously, you know, playing against the big three, that was something that everybody wanted to do, right? Compete against those guys. So uh, you know, when they're coming into the gym, you you're gonna show up, you better show up. Uh, but also, you know, I knew that he had this thing for signing guys that play well against them, right? <laughs> so I wanted to, I wanted to make my way down here to South Beach, man, and, and be a part of this thing. Uh, but uh, no, it, you know, it, it was just a natural thing. I, I don't know exactly what it was. It wasn't like intentional. It was just, I don't know, man. I think, I think those games, I just uh, got going, and obviously, you know. Playing against those type of competitors, those type of athletes, those type of players, um, you, you know, you got to rise to the occasion. So I had some great games, and I'm thankful for that because I'm sure that's a huge part of the reason why I was able to uh, put this Miami Heat uniform on. Not just the Miami Heat uniform, but now as a member of the Miami Heat coaching staff. All right, last one here for Wayne Ellie, too. We, again, appreciate you taking the time. Shooting contest, end of practice. We got yeah. Duncan. We got Swider. Uh, who else should we throw in the mix? I, I guess we'll throw Josh. Drew Peterson. In the mix. I said that's Drew an elite Pe- group. I, I mean, you know, Drew Peterson has and credentials and, to get into that group. I don't know if Peterson can get in there. Uh, I mean, uh, just so yet, not uh, yet. Right. Uh, but you Let's can see. throw K Love. K Love can get in there. All right, all right. So let's. Tyler, all right, so let's Tyler throw K Love. Can get in there. All right, and I, Tyler, yeah, Tyler, Tyler get in be. there for sure. And let, let's throw one more name in the mix: Wayne Ellington. So <laughs> you, you all, we, we got a rack. We got a rack of balls. You guys are going around. So let's we got Ellington, we've got Hero, we've got let's do Swider after last night. We've yep. got K Love, uh, and we've got Duncan. Yep. Where's Wayne fitting into that? Hey man, I tell these guys every day. You know, I tell Duncan every day. I say, Duncan, yo, you're the you're you're the, you're, you're the second best shooter in the world. I always tell him that. And, and who's first? And you. <laughs> I always tell him I'm first and then you're second. So you you know my answer to that, man. You know, when you're a shooter, I'm not putting anybody ahead of me. You know, my confidence is still there. So when we get in the gym, I'm always I'm always saying I'm the best shooter in the gym. But uh but no, man, you know, I mean we're gonna at some point we're gonna have some great shooting competitions and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think that's going to be fun on the road. Well, Swider said yesterday he's one of the best shooters in the world too, so he seems to have that same confidence uh, that that you do. So we'll see we'll see how that goes. We'll throw you know you know what that's I, I got to put this you have to have as a shooter. You, you know what? Let's get Bam in those three point contests as well, but that's a whole separate conversation. Wade, we really appreciate the time. Uh, newest member of the Heat coaching staff it was always great to have him here when he was on the team, and he's back on the team. So thanks thanks again, and hopefully we get a chance to talk to you throughout the season. I really appreciate you guys for having me, and uh, uh, we'll talk again soon. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks. Thank you for listening to The Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. 
every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.